Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Sold Sign, Real Estate Unplugged. Thank you guys so much for all of our new followers and new subscribers. We really appreciate it because it really helps our podcast. Y'all, it is Black History Month. That came up so fast, but it's here. And it's also my birthday. If you're listening to this, January 31st, or if you're watching it, it's February 1st, of course, which is the first day of Black History Month. So um, just, a, just a reminder that for our podcast, we are here to just give you fun information from especially stories. These are going to be stories from everyone all in the industry. And we just want to be able to share it with you and give you tips, insights, but also kind of the juiciness that goes on behind mm -hmm. the sold side and behind the real estate scene. So we got another great story for you guys today. And we call this one Deceitful Deals. All right. So a few years back. I had a colleague who unfortunately became entangled in a situation that ultimately led to severe professional repercussions. This realtor had been handling a high profile listing for a luxury property in an upscale neighborhood. The realtor's unethical conduct began when they received an offer significantly below the property's market value from a buyer who had personal connection to the realtor. Instead of presenting the offer impartially to her client, the seller, the realtor manipulated the situation. She convinced her client that the offer was the best that they could get in this market, downplaying the property's true value. As the transaction progressed, it became apparent that the realtor was involved in a side deal with the buyer, receiving undisclosed kickbacks in exchange for pushing the sale through at a lower price. Mm, mm, mm. This unethical behavior reached its climax during the closing process when the true market value of the property came to light, mm. as it always does. Yeah. <laughs> the seller, feeling betrayed and realizing the financial loss they had incurred, filed a complaint with the local real estate board. An investigation ensued, revealing the extent of the realtor's misconduct. The consequences were severe. She faced disciplinary action from the board, including the suspension of her real estate license. Mm -hmm. Word spread quickly within the real estate community about the realtor's actions, tarnishing her professional reputation. Moreover, the legal consequences extended beyond the board's disciplinary measures. The buyer involved in the kickback scheme also faced legal action, further emphasizing the serious consequences on of unethical conduct in real estate transactions. This unfortunate incident serves as a reminder that maintaining ethical standards is crucial in the real estate profession. Such cases are rare, but they underscore the importance of transparency, honesty, and fair dealing to preserve the trust of clients and the integrity of the real estate industry as a whole. Mm. That was a lot. That was a lot. You know, that's like my saying. <laughs> that was a lot. So the realtor had a luxury listing. Yeah. The buyer who the realtor knew, the, the, they, the buyer, yeah. they were friends. Mm -hmm. And the buyer told came to the realtor and said, hey, I want to buy this house, but I don't want to buy it for this amount of money. So if you convince the seller mm -hmm. to let me buy it at a lower price, then I will in return give you a kickback. Right. All right. So... Really quick, if you don't know what a kickback is, it's pretty much when a real estate agent will accept something of value or monetary. Mm -hmm. in, in this 
case, it was definitely um, money. Right. But if um, that's when they will accept something, a value in return for um, a referral of a client. So that is highly illegal if you don't already know. It's something that you are not supposed to be doing. Pretty much like, let's say another example is if, um, let's say an inspector, you have an inspector and the inspector says, hey, I will go ahead and say that this house is in right. great condition if you go ahead and give me some money for it. Give me $300 under the table and I'll go ahead and right. say that it's all good. Y'all, we can't do that. And that's exactly why she got in trouble. The realtor, she as her license taken, revoked. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> With and the I quickness, know, as she should. Yeah, and I know she had to pay a fine. Like had yeah. to pay a fine because there's no way that you can do that. And I, I'm so happy that the seller actually did go to the board yeah. because if I was the seller, put yourself in that shoes. If I was the seller it would have been over yeah because i'm like you've got to be kidding me so it sounds like that the seller actually did their due diligence we talk yeah. about this all the time yes and either got a second opinion or was like something Something's not right yeah something's not right so like kudos for them for actually noticing like hey you told me that the house will probably and you would know like as a seller you're in you you're know. in it so if you know like your house is going to say let's say five hundred thousand, and that's what you and your realtor discuss that's actually on your um your uh like agreement your realtor and seller agreement hey we're going to list the house At for five hundred thousand dollars and then all of a sudden you come out of nowhere and say hey i'm gonna list it maybe let's say 450 something's not something's not right and i'm glad the seller actually noticed that mm -mm -mm. yeah which is awesome and this is something surprisingly that happens a lot in the real estate industry i hate to say it and i wish i would like a kickback one. situation yeah kickback and being very unethical because that's yeah. a, that's very unethical it's illegal and unethical but i i feel like i see more realtors um and i'm not just going to put it all on the realtors i'm not going to do that um because we're all not like that but there are also other people in the industry yeah. that do it as well and it's very illegal and unethical and i think that I see more unethical things happening in the field than I do. I don't want to say illegal, but I mean, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, don't I feel like it kind of goes hand in hand. <laughs> I feel like doing something unethical, like, might as well be illegal. That, that's exactly Especially, how I feel. like, as a realtor, because, you know, you can, you'll be in serious trouble, yeah. as you should be. Yeah. So, yeah. and those fines, y'all, no joke. If you don't know, yeah. those fines, we have not had an issue yet. And I don't think we plan on no, having uh -uh. any issues, but those fines are no joke. I mean, they're like $2,500, 5000 legal fees, yeah. like everything. It's, and it's and that's serious. something your broker is going to have. So if you are part of your realtor and you are part of a brokerage, you are going to pay something called E&O insurance. Yeah. And that is something that will help if you ever get caught up in something. That is um, where your brokerage comes in and say, okay, you've been paying into this E&O insurance. You will go ahead and um, we'll go ahead and help you out. But they're not going to help you for the whole cost because that's something you brought upon yourself. Yeah, and they're not going to help you with the fines that you have to pay as a result of that exactly um, i guess errors and emissions really just goes towards you know the initial like legal you know like yeah. paperwork and stuff but yeah th those fines that you get as a result that's on you 100 percent. like that is <laughs> that's all, all on you <laughs> your broker didn't tell you to go out there and do that right. do nothing crazy like that and if they did then they should definitely be held accountable 100 percent. so um your reputation in the industry because is ruined at this point yeah and we work like we are big on 
um, collaborating mm-hmm. and not get put getting our letting our ego get in the way. And what I mean by that is we are not out here like no, we don't want to work with other realtors. Right. We want to collab with other realtors. But when we find out stuff like this. And we notice, oh, you are a realtor that's doing some unethical things because we like to refer clients right. to other people, especially if they're not in the state that we serve. And then we find out that you're doing unethical things. That now puts my our client that we referred right. you to in a really bad situation. Right. And we don't play that. So exactly. we are very um, particular about who we work with. And we want to make sure that y'all not out here doing no crazy right. stuff. Because that puts us in a bad yeah. situation too because the client is going to call and say, Hey, who did you set me up exactly. with? And it's like, wait a second. Yeah. Nah, my bad. That was, yeah. no, <laughs> that was we, our fault. Yeah, we always <laughs> want our clients to be in good hands. So we want to work with people who are ethical and we know they are going to take care of who we send to them. Yeah. They run their business the same way we run ours. We hope better. Like right. We want to send right. someone that, you know, if they run their business, you know, the same way. But I would say, you know, a lot better. And then this neighbor, they were in a, they were in a neighborhood. I'm going to go back to the story. Really yeah. Quick. Like, but they were in a, yeah. Okay. So they had an upscale neighborhood, you know, it was a luxury property. So they're in this neighborhood. What if, cause what happens is if you have a listing, your sign goes up like in front of the house that you're listing. Mm-hmm. So when that happens, everyone else in the neighborhood is going to see that sign. So they're saying, oh, okay, well, why don't we use this, this listing right. engine as well? So now you could have had probably multiple listings in that neighborhood. But once they found out that you ended up trying to sell their neighbor's house for lower, because that also brings impacts their value. Hello. Hello brings their market value down too. you will never get another listing in Mm -hmm. that neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And you're talking about you're you messed up a luxury property in an upscale neighborhood. That's not something you play with. What? You know how many more listings like come on just for that little kickback because there's no way that your friend the buyer was going to pay you more money than how much you were going to get from your commission. No, it's not happening. And if they were no, they wasn't. No, they weren't. Cause looking, ain't no way. Looking back, I'm, I mean, I'm sure they know like it was not worth it. No, definitely not worth it. And I'm like, it buyers. never is worth it. No, like you know whether you get whether they would have gotten caught or not. Um, they did get caught, but like even mm-hmm. if they didn't, it's never worth it down the line. Like no. you know, karma, all of that. You just want to move with integrity, and it, it'll yep. catch up to you later. So it always does. Yeah, and it looks like it definitely caught up to them. And would you ask the buyer for the money for the legal fees and well as you as the realtor knowing now the license is suspended they got to pay all these fees would you go to the buyer and be like i mean yo you gotta help me out they both in trouble i mean they might as well help each other i mean i don't know i don't i don't know (laughs) they should you would i guess so i'm yeah because i'm here because of you you here because of me (laughs) (laughs) and and wait and they 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 got the The buyer did they close on the house i don't even wait a minute I feel like they close, like, unless they realize. So they realize when, during the closing process, when the true market value mm. of the property came to light. So they probably didn't close. Um, so ho- hopefully they didn't. And yeah. they got an opportunity to, like, do it the right way with another yeah. agent. So they probably didn't. But, um, yeah, that the, the buyer got in trouble Everybody as trouble. well, you know, as they should have. But, yeah, they... I mean, that's that's super messy. Yeah. 
It is. And I'm, gl- I'm glad that the, the buyer faced, you know, action as well. We already yeah. knew the realtor was going to be. Yeah. This is your job. You're licensed. Like, we are licensed. So that ain't something that, um, if you don't know, like NARS, it's the National Association of Realtors, they don't play around with. So they will come and get you in a heartbeat. And they're going to get their money. Yep. And as I was saying before, as a realtor, you always, 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 like, your number one ethical duty is to always have your client's best mm-hmm. interests. Like, number yep. one, hands down, NARS will probably, like, stamp it on our right. heads. But, like, <laughs> number one, you always have to have your client's best interest. Yeah. And this realtor, like, did not, absolutely did not have her client's best interest no. for a little kickback. No. And if you wanted to have your client's best interest, then you should have represented the buyer who was your friend. That's how I feel. Because you would have obviously had their best interest. You would have tried to get it for a lower price. You did everything in your in the buyer's power who you yeah. are not representing. Yeah. The agent wasn't representing. Sorry, agent. We're not coming down on you. we just saying we're going through this and like looking at it and saying, okay, if you want to represent someone at the highest value, then maybe you should have been representing the buyer and you could have had someone else represent the listing. And then also like as a seller, it looks like they did not close, which like you said, yeah. I'm very happy about. But I, w- I was thinking about this and I'm like, okay, if if I was a seller and I realized that this happened and I'm like, okay, wait a second. we sp- So commission, if the seller is always going to pay the agent's commissions. Mm-hmm. So let's say in, we're in Maryland and the um, listing agent's commission is usually 3%. So that means that the seller usually pays um, the listing agent 3% and then they will also pay the buyer's agent like two and a half percent. It's pretty standard. So since the agent was representing the listing agent i mean the um the listing my question would have been as the seller like okay wait a second you said that we're going to sell this house for five hundred thousand, so i have no problem giving you a three percent commission but if then you come to me and say uh we actually want to have to sell it for 450 i would probably have to readjust your commission if that's if that's really the case because I'm looking at the market and it's telling me that my house is actually worth 500,000 and you're telling me that we're only going to get a max of 450. We may have to cut your commission a little bit. Yeah, and I don't even life. and I think it was even like lower than just a 50k cut. That out the way lost it. that this was going. I would have lost so I would yeah, have lost that, it. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a lot of money. But um, it can def- so a few tips y'all yeah it can definitely ruin your business think about this because that is like doing just think about it two or three times before you actually do it okay <laughs> because if you're like oh yeah that's a good idea and g- we get it we are actually realtors and we are in this market and we get like 2023 y'all was crazy with those interest rates so i get how some people can be very like intrigued like oh you're gonna pay me a little bit more money i get it but y'all it's not worth it because in a month or two, you may not have a license at all. And then you really have no income coming in. So really think about what you're doing and the way you want to move and run your business because other people are watching you and you may not get any more business from either other sellers, other buyers or other agents in the industry. Yeah. And it's like such a, this is so cliche, but I am such a like golden rule person, mm. like living by the golden rule. And you have to put yourself in in other people's shoes so Mm -hmm. even that realtor should have been thinking about like what what they were really doing to the seller and what they want that done to them or a loved one yep you know somebody misleading them like that yeah so i you know do unto others what you (laughs) what done to you you have to live by the golden rule in all assets of life like 
business, everything. So, yeah, no. No, that's a great that's a great tip. And people don't realize that. But they will when they realize they ain't got no license. Uh, they don't realize that. All right, y'all. That is a wrap for today's episode. Um, I think we've gave, given y'all some tips. Do we have any more tips for them for this Just, one? Just, you know, I mean, I think the golden rule covers everything. Yeah. Always be ethical. Um, put yourself in other people's shoes and really think about, like, is this worth it? Yeah. Is this worth it? Um, half the time, it's probably not. More yeah. than half the time, it's More probably than not. <laughs> And sellers, too, like, do your due diligence. Like, know what your property value is. Like, don't just wait for a realtor to come in and say, hey, this is how much your house is worth. You've been living there for however long. You know what upgrades you made. You know what other homes are selling in the area. Mm -hmm. So know your due diligence and understand that, okay, I know that my house is worth this. So if at any point someone comes in and tells you it's a little different now, Five, ten, fifteen thousand yeah. dollars—that's a little different. But if you talking about a hundred thousand dollar difference, you know that that's wrong. So sellers, make sure y'all are paying attention to the market and how much your house is going to sell for. Yes. So. So that is definitely a wrap, I think, finally. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> that's a wrap for today's episode. And thank you guys again for just sticking with us. And we really hope, one, you enjoyed this journey through real estate. And again, this podcast is called Beyond the Sold Sign, Real Estate Unplugged, because we get into the nitty gritty of all of it. So we're happy that you guys are here with us. Yes. And um, yeah. So, so if you enjoyed this episode and you want more, please, please, please like, comment, subscribe, share it with a friend that helps us grow and reach more people to share these stories with. Um, and we're also always open to stories to share. So if you have a tale to tell, feel free to reach out to us. We are on Instagram, um, Facebook, TikTok, TikTok everything. YouTube. You can find us and of course YouTube. So Feel free to reach out and um, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.